is the Odd and Offbeats podcast. Balls. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Lowe's Baker, and the ever-animated Louis Fox. That's right, I'm just like a solid Disney cartoon. Have you seen that? The So it's funny, because like Erica and I saw this trailer for the some Disney movie that has the dragon in it, right? It's like this woman training a dragon or something. Is it How to Train Your Dragon? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> And I like brought it up to my sister, who's like this big Disney buff. Uh And she's like, she's like, that's like four years old. I'm like, how am I just getting this news? (laughs) You just, (laughs) I'm like in the four year, (laughs) I'm like in the North Korean news cycle. Yeah. (laughs) So what, what movie was it? Uh, the movie is Raya and the Last Dragon. Have you heard of this movie? Oh, yeah. I've, well, I saw that in the theater like six years ago. Did you really? I saw that when Ella was uh, before Ella was born in the theater. <laughs> I, I saw that before they wrote the movie. You watched it with Kim Jong-sil. <laughs> yes. I saw it with, with Kim Jong the first. Yeah. Well, that is Kim Jong-sil. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you watched it with General Mao. I, I, I watched it with Moses. <laughs> We went up the mountain, we saw the movie, got some tablets, came back down. Uh, so you did, because your wife is a huge uh, Disney buff. Yes. And it was funny, because like, you guys were over here maybe like uh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. And I had mentioned that uh, Erica's brother was going to Disney World, and that we might go. And she's like, when, you, when is this? I'm like, I don't know, a couple of weeks. She's like, there's no way you're going. Yeah. She was like, so matter of fact. <laughs> she's like, you're not getting in. And then she was offended how I didn't know like the different uh, Ecosystem? <laughs> ecosystems in the Disney uh, Disney World life the, course. So here's the million dollar question. Are you going? No, no, we're not going. <laughs> Well, I didn't realize it was like it was like the day after we had that conversation. Oh. So I thought it was like further in the future, but mm-hmm. it was not. Yeah, so, so there's no way you're The decision it. was made but, but without my uh, knowledge of that decision being made. <laughs> so. so we're both together in Eugene today. Yes, we are. I flew in this morning on the, uh, what would you call the morning flight? The, the morning eye? <laughs> yeah, no one's commuting from Seattle to Eugene. Uh, the little fi- flight was full. Uh, the guy next to me, I suspect, was an air marshal, though. Oh, really? Why, is, how, why do you think that? Um, so he had, like, the high and tight haircut, uh-huh. but he was wearing, like, lumberjack clothes. Okay. And then um, he was very, like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. I do that, though. No, you don't. Not to the stewardess. Yeah, I do. No. Yeah, I say yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am to all even guys the, and Even girls. the stewards. <laughs> I don't gender anybody. <laughs> um, and just, like, so, ma'am. Yeah. But just the way he kind of was... was Carried himself on the plane. I thought he was an air he marshal. He was an air marshal. I think he was. But you, I think air marshals would be a little bit more flippant as opposed to like, <laughs> yes, ma'am, yes, sir. He'd be like, screw you. Yeah. I'm not going to. He's going to try and rally up the other people. <laughs> I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah, he's trying to stir that up so he gets some action. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> who's got a gun? Anyone raise your hand? Anyone got a gun? <laughs> who's, who's got, who's got, <laughs> Let's take this plane over. Who's got the water bomb? <laughs> well, so that's the other thing. Going through security, the in front of me, was the lady had her, her bag pulled and she mm. had like six bottles of water in there. And the guy's like, like, Hey, look, you can check your bag or I can, you can dump it out. And she's like, I paid for those waters. He's like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you can, 
Yeah, generally everything that we take out of people's bags, they pay for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we take it out because they didn't pay yeah. for it. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, you can check your bag or we can dump them out. She's like, but that's good water. And it was just like regular bottled water. Uh, it wasn't like Fuji water, the one that comes in like that the... stuff, you know? You, you don't want to talk. It's like their own money in the There garbage, were like right? six bottles. Like, right? It's like buying a Dave Matthews CD. It's yeah. like throwing <laughs> money in the garbage. <laughs> Dave Matthews is the airport water <laughs> of music. Oh gosh. <laughs> I we can pour your water out in this bin of, of miscellaneous liquids and Dave Matthews CDs. <laughs> That's what they ask you. Do you have any liquids over eight ounces? Do you have any Dave Matthews CDs? <laughs> I have both. I have All both. Right. You, you, you can't, can't you're fly. Not fly. <laughs> you're on the no-fly list. Hi, <laughs> right, Louis. Good to see you. Let's get some stories. Let's do it. For some weird news. This story comes from Newsweek.com. That's a news source more reliable than the pickle relish selection at the Asian market. Do they not have a good selection, Louie? Asian food has a large, has a vast history of relishes. <laughs> no, dude. They create right. all sorts of stuff. Where, where do you go for your relish? Do you go to the German deli? I get it for free at the hot dog stand. <laughs> exactly. I take a bottle and I scoop it up. <laughs> and then I go to McDonald's and I tear the little packs and I put them in, uh, in my own bottle and I take it home. Yeah, well, there's a ketchup shortage right now. Oh, is there? Did you know about that? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, due to the pandemic... And all the takeout places giving away the packets, there's a shortage of packets of ketchup. Huh. Yeah. Who would have thought? Everyone said I was an idiot for sinking my 401k in packets of Hunt's ketchup. (laughs) So the story goes, Florida couple attempts to hold wedding in vacant mansion passed off as their own on invitations. In, In unrelated news, this couple coined the new term Florida couple. Ah, nice. A couple in a suburban area of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, attempted to host their wedding at a vacant mansion that they falsely passed off as their own on Saturday, ultimately resulting in police intervention. Can you imagine getting this inter- invitation to this giant man? And they have a picture of it we'll put on the, on yeah. the uh, thing. Getting on the a, thing, the website. The, uh, on the website, thank you. On, on the thing. We'll put it on the, me- on, on the bulletin <laughs> on the board thing. and the stop and shave. <laughs> this is a, an estate. It's giant. It's got a tennis court. We'll get to that in a second. But, you know, can you imagine getting this, this invitation? Like, wow, you something must have – you guys must have hit the lottery because last week you were living in a double wide. Yeah, right? Like, oh, last time I saw Jeff, I was living in – he was living in a 300-foot studio. What? When was that? What? Two weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're doing well for themselves. Yeah, so like the, the, the bride-to-be's family's like, dude, she must be marrying money. Yeah, right? And then the groom-to-be's family's like, he must be marrying money. <laughs> Surprise! Courtney Wilson and Shanita Jones invited guests to a 16,313-square-foot home with nine bedrooms, 15 bathrooms, a bowling alley, a theater, and an 800-square-foot bar, and labeled it our dream home on the wedding invitation, the South Florida Sun Sentinel reported. Here's the crazy thing. is like, 
you send out like the wedding invitation like a month before. What if the place had sold and there was a family living there? Yeah, it is like kind of crazy the guile that it took for them to like try and pull this off. But they do say it's our dream home, which sort of indicates that it's not their home. (laughs) Yeah, kind of does, I guess. The couple referred to themselves as the royal couple and invited their guests to a ceremony that was to take place at the sprawling mansion in Southwest Ranches, which they dubbed the Wilson Estate. So naming your dream home after yourself yeah, right. kind of says it's not it's not your dream home, <laughs> but your actual home. <laughs> the wedding was also set to include a red carpet cocktail hour followed by a reception that was to last until 2.30 a.m. and then a Sunday brunch gathering the following day. They weren't just crashing the venue. They were like putting out a whole week's of festivities. Yeah, right? They're like, we've got the, we've got the engagement photos. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the post-wedding breakdown. Yeah, we, you know, the wedding will include a hop over a fence, a lock <laughs> picking class and our honeymoons to county lockup. <laughs> <laughs> Registries FBI.com. <laughs> but the bride and groom failed to disclose one important detail. The mansion did not belong to them. And they were planning to trespass on the property that they believed was vacant. I think they were taken by, I think it was a rap song. Ain't no party like a misdemeanor party. Uh, yeah. Because a misdemeanor party don't stop. Nice. Is that a real song? Yeah. Oh, Nice. When Wilson showed up Saturday morning to set up for the day's events, he was met by Nathan Finkel, the disgruntled owner of the home, who swiftly called the police. According to the Sun Sentinel, Finkel had put the estate up for sale for $5.7 million two years ago and lived on a different home located on the property. Here's the thing. It's not Nathan. It's Natathan Finkel. Oh, you're right. And Natahan. Natahan Finkel, which honestly... Sounds like the, uh, he'd be a disgruntled owner no matter what. <laughs> what was weird is like he's been living in a separate house for two years trying to sell the really nice house. Like, why don't you live in the really nice house? <laughs> dude? It's, all, it's yeah. all about staging. When you want $5.7 million. It took me a year just to clean that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it took me There's a year. bathrooms. It took me an hour to find my way out. <laughs> no, I'm finding bathrooms I didn't even know existed. <laughs> I have people trespassing on my property, Finkel told 911 dispatcher, according to the news outlet, and they keep harassing me, calling me. They said they're having a wedding here, and it's God's message. I don't know what's going on. All I want is for it to stop, and they're sitting at my property right at the front gate right now. They're like, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, so technically, this is his house. Yeah, right? This is God's house. And he told me... I can get married here. Police showed up at the property on Saturday and escorted Wilson away from the home without pressing charges. They told him, they told them to get off the property and not to come back, Finkel said. That was the end of it. See, they should have treated it like when you go hot air ballooning and, and you're hot air ballooning, because they just land wherever they land. Mm-hmm. If you land in someone's property, you're supposed to give them a bottle of champagne. Oh, really? And that's like the, hey, it's all good, and then it's all good. Hey, I'm sorry we took out your chimney and <laughs> yeah, wrecked all your bushes, so, your Sorry, Uncle Larry. Puked in your pool. Here's a bottle of here's a bottle of Moet. Of I'm sorry I parachuted through your window. <laughs> but here's some here's some champagne. Here's some boxed wine. Yeah. Um, the town attorney later told reporters that Wilson had checked out the property several times in the weeks leading up to the wedding, claiming that he wanted to purchase it. Well, wanting to purchase it and like having the means to do so. Yeah. Very different. He even asked Finkel if he could use the backyard for a wedding. The guy figured it was a vacant house and didn't realize Nathan... Oh, he's Nathan now. Oh, yeah. Nathan lived on the property. (laughs) Which is it? In a different home. 
Um, the town attorney said this guy had no idea he lived there. You know, the shock that must have been on his face when he showed up the gate and the owner was home. Yeah, and back in my B&E days, same feeling. Yeah, right? So what do you think about this, Louie? I like the balls on the family to go just like, we like this house. We're going to go have our wedding here. Uh-huh. Uh, but if it was my house, I would not like them. Yeah, I mean, he didn't quite do a good job of scoping it out, right? Like... I mean, there's probably going to be cameras on a $6 million home. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't think they're going to look look at the ring camera and see, a, like, a big wedding ceremony going on? Yeah. You're like, hey, what's going on? Well, and it sounds like the gate was locked when they showed up, too. Yeah, and then they didn't even – he's been there several times, talked to the guy. He didn't try and figure out what the guy's relation to the property is, where does he live, how he wasn't often like, is he there. Hey, who lives in that – everything yeah. else, the, five, the, the main house is unfurnished. But who lives in the pool house that is furnished? How often are you here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had to do it on short notice. Just like, hey, they tried it, whatever. Yeah. I, hopefully they had a backup plan, but they didn't have any wedding planners because the guy said he showed up to set up himself. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you know, it's how many friends does this guy really have? Exactly. They turn around six, turn away six people. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? I mean, I, I love how it turned out where they're just like, they just went from, like, my bad to, like, full crazy. God says. Oh, like, yeah, right? I mean, God has better things to do than deal <laughs> dealing with your wedding yeah. venue. Well, and maybe they thought that then the person would be like, you know what? It's no big deal. Let's go ahead. You know, like, maybe that was their, like, plan of, oh, this is how we'll convince them to do it. It's, it's God's plan. Yeah. Like, God's plan is for you to hit the bricks, lady. The thing that bothers me the most is that this house has more bathrooms than bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that. <laughs> 15 bathrooms, nine bedrooms? Like, what? <laughs> the amount of... Apparently, rich people have to poop a lot. <laughs> this is kind of a crazy story. And, you know, I've actually thought about this. Like, how long can you live in a vacant house that's, like, off the market or being shown... Or even being shown? How can't long could you live there before you actually got caught? Like, if you I, just figured out when people would show up. I bet if we did some digging, we could find tons of instances of people essentially squatting in houses that are for sale that yeah. just have kind of been stagnant, like the owner's not really motivated to sell it. But how long can a squatter live there before they have squatter's rights? I think it's a year, but you have to openly be making improvements on the property. Yeah, right? So you just find a house that's like, you know, way overpriced. Yeah. <laughs> you go and live there. You know, you do some painting, hang some art, and then after a year, you're like, I own this house now. Yeah. Well, I don't think you own it, but you have some rights to it. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a wild story. And uh, of course, it's in Florida. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And we have our new term, the Florida couple. <laughs> there you go. Story part the. This story comes from dunyanews.tv. That's a news source more reliable than proposing to a girl before your first date. Really? Yeah. That <laughs> happens all the time in other countries, <laughs> Louie. Well, it happens. So you had a writing gig uh, on Fiverr for a magician who wanted to like use magic to flirt with girls. Uh-huh. And the, the sample trick he sent you was very much like, hey, can you imagine you and me together? I'm like, that's not a good ice breaking trick. Hey, I got paid. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what he. I don't care what my, he does. My wife will give some advice. She'll be like, 
Yeah, you don't want to be with a magician forever. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Story goes, groom goes to wrong wedding venue, nearly marries a stranger in Indonesia. I think that's probably the least bad thing that's ever happened in Indonesia. <laughs> A GPS snafu almost led a groom to marry the wrong woman in Indonesia. On April 4th, the groom, whose identity has not been disclosed, used Google Maps to get to his wedding venue in Magalang, a city in central Java. However, the engaged man wound up at the wrong address, according to local outlet TribuneNews.com. Tribune without an E, too. It's Tribune. (laughs) Tribune. 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 Well, here's the thing. The guy to get Google to work in Indonesia had to use a proxy server out of Amsterdam, so it actually took him to a wedding in Denmark. (laughs) If this is not a sign from God (laughs) telling you not to marry this woman, I don't know what is. Instead of arriving at the venue where his wedding was supposed to take place, the groom and his entourage stopped at the house that was highlighted on the location app. Unbeknownst to the group, an engagement party was being hosted at the house for another couple, complete with loved ones and photographer present. That's crazy. That's like a crazy coincidence. That's what I'm saying. It's a sign from God. <laughs> it's a sign from, from God that you need to marry this lady. <laughs> <laughs> The groom's entourage reportedly shook hands with the family, exchanged offerings, and took what they thought were their seats. You'd be surprised. It blows my mind that maybe, I don't know, when you are like the groom exchanging your offering, it sounds like a traditional thing, right? Uh Like that you wouldn't be like, I don't know you. Yeah, no one's met yet. I may, we don't know what the bride and groom has met yet. Yeah. Right? Uh, we, don't, we don't know that. Yeah, that's true. It was not clear to the two groups that a mishap had occurred since the groom's guests assumed the attendees who were already there were family members of the bride. Meanwhile, the woman's family assumed that the new arrivals were family members of the fiancé. That's your classic uh, sitcom scenario. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the fiancé and his family were actually late for the event, which didn't help either, according to the to bride to be Ulfa, she told TribuneNews.com TribuneNews.com that she had been getting her makeup done at the time of her lost groom's arrival. All right, so he's standing on the altar. (laughs) (laughs) But the other, it's just an engagement party, not a wedding, which is also weird because it sounds like this engagement party was set up like a wedding. Yeah, well, I don't know if that engagement party and wedding is a little bit different maybe the translation's different maybe uh, the engagement party is a wedding in okay. indonesia because that that's what it sort of feels like what like as if they showed up with all these gifts and they're in tuxes yeah and like he goes up and stands at the altar okay maybe i that's think what... people might think that he's the wrong guy yeah but i guess you would never assume uh, oh is that does anyone object to this marriage uh I do. I was supposed to get married here to that girl. <laughs> I, I'm paying for this. <laughs> yeah. This is, uh, I have the receipts to prove I paid for this. You remember when you did our pre-engagement counseling? <laughs> it was this guy. Yeah. And then the, the, the minister is like, all you Asians look the same to me. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch, Louie. I'm offended. When the mistake was finally discovered, the groom and his wedding party promptly exited the home with their offerings in tow. What? Like, I'm going to need that toaster back. I'm going to need that goat back. Well, according to Emily Post, you can't take a back a wedding gift ever. Really? Yeah. Unless they've been married less than a year, then you can ask for it back. Well, they have been married for less than a year, <laughs> technically. They haven't even been married yet. The groom said that the share location point stopped near my house. Olfa, 27, told the Indonesian news outlet. Sometimes the internet can shift if it's not smooth. 
sometimes the bride looks different than she does on the online pictures. Yes. (laughs) Photos and videos of their hilarious exit were shared on Twitter and Instagram, and there is a video of all of them, like, exiting this house. One clip (laughs) And then everyone's going, shame! 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 (laughs) Cold feet! (laughs) One clip posted by the Borobudur News Instagram account has gone viral more than 35,000 times. It's a shame. All right, we need to figure out what going viral is because 35,000, I think, is pretty low. I feel like that's a lot. But I don't think it's viral. If you added all my Instagram likes together, it wouldn't total (laughs) 35,000. Yes, but (laughs) you don't use Instagram. (laughs) As for the groom and his family, Tribbin reports they quickly left to find the correct wedding venue, which was being hosted in another part of the Losari village. They show up to their wedding. They're like, sorry, the bride already got married. <laughs> yeah, or the bride's like, you smell like another woman. <laughs> yeah, right. You, sm- you smell like another <laughs> engagement party. You're late. She married the best man. <laughs> Can you imagine, though? Okay, so you go to this first one. It's the wrong one. And you show up at yours, and the first one was like a better party. You're like, yeah, right? really? Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the woman was like way more attractive and cool. <laughs> Wedding swap. That's the shell idea. That exists already. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. What do they do in wedding swap? Exactly what you just said. They swap weddings. So you get engaged to somebody, you plan a wedding, and then you swap at the last. No, they minute. swap. They swap like the wedding party. Oh, gotcha. All right. You're thinking of you're thinking of wife swap, which is also another show that exists. <laughs> All right. What do you think about this, Louis? I think it's great that there's still we're. Do you remember like when Apple Maps first came out and it was having people drive into lakes? Yeah. You know, this is the same thing. It's just having men drive into the arms of other women. Yeah. They're nice. There you go. <laughs> That's you, get caught cheating. Your book. you get caught cheating on your wife. Just, what do you have to say for yourself? Google Maps. Yeah, GPS. GPS. I pushed the home button. Led me there. I pushed the home button. It took me to. Gave sh- me the to- house code. <laughs> yeah. It gave me. It gave, it gave me her favorite uh, it, things. It gave me all these pictures on Facebook with her. <laughs> it put all these texts on my phone. Yeah, what's the deal? Somehow she got all these dick pics. <laughs> Oh, this is silly. And I'm glad they caught it before it was too late. And uh, it doesn't say if he got married or not. Yeah. You know, or, or how late he was to his own wedding. Yeah. Who knows? All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see Louis Fox this week? Oh, this week is an amazing week. On uh, Cinco de Mayo, I'll be celebrating the birth of my dog, Talia. It's nice. her birthday. I think she's 30. Nice. Uh, then we all, I'll be doing a lecture for the Wisconsin Magic Club uh, via Zoom. So if you want to crash that, hit me up. I can probably give you the link. Nice. Then on the 6th through the... 16th, I'm going to be helping out in Linden, Washington with a drive through zoo, so I'll be kicking it with a giraffe. However, on Saturday the 8th, I will not be up in Linden. I will be at the Auburn Avenue Theater performing my show for a very limited capacity. Nice. <laughs> we just have busy, a- man. You're all over the place. Yes. Great. Yeah. Where can they catch you? I will be in Farmington, Maine on the 8th doing a show for the Freiburg Academy Project. I don't know if that's like (laughs) an experimental (laughs) school or something. (laughs) The Freiburg Academy. It's like a Spike Lee joint. (laughs) 
Yeah, so we're uh, Eric and I are flying out there and uh, doing the show, hanging out for a day or two, so visiting a pregnant friend, and uh, I'm hoping she goes into birth. Go, er, goes into birth. <laughs> I'm hoping she. I'm hoping she goes into labor. You don't. There. You, don't you don't mention to a pregnant lady. I, you I have a very know. large birth. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm hoping it happens when uh, we're there because that would be cool. I've never been to somebody's uh, birth. Do you think? Or do labor. you think? Do you think they'd? You've been to your own. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was there, I was, and I, there. you know, it was dramatic. I still have nightmares. But uh, do you think they would invite you in? No, I mean, I just to be there as support, right? Like in the, oh, I guess maybe we can't wait in the hospital though. I don't know. Oh yeah, with the COVID, you may not be able to be in there. All right, well then I hope it doesn't happen. You know, you have to do it 1950 styles where you're just outside smoking cigars. We're not anywhere near a hospital. We're out in the middle, like I got to do it. It's like the the responsibilities on my shoulders. You'll be like, quick, pull up a YouTube Put some vodka video. on my hands. <laughs> Pour some vodka give, all over your lady give me those. Give me those horse circumcision... <laughs> Needle. <laughs> needle. How do you circumcise? I don't know how it happens. You take a needle. All I know is what I did in the dark last week in the town that way. <laughs> the kid's going to have the weirdest birth story. So this hippie dude from Eugene just poured vodka all over himself. And then that was the first thing I saw when uh, I entered this world. We were going to name you Sarah, but since you were you were born with, with a horse, horse birthing apparatuses we have to name you you're now equestrian <laughs> american pharaoh <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah so that's what i'll be doing and uh that's my first show in a while so and the last show in a while so i uh <laughs> i don't know how i feel about it but if you're if you're in the main area or you know someone out there uh, or if you just ha- are pregnant need them uh, i'll do it uh, i'll do it what would we call a midwife that's male i'm a doula no a doula is uh Doula's a lady normally, right? Oh, is it? I don't know. I think so. A duda. Oh, that's your, your yeah, yeah, your duda. I'm a mid-man. Mid, mid-man I'm free a mid, services. I'm a mid-husband. <laughs> mid-husband services. I'm a mid-husband. <laughs> yeah, don't we talk about the sexist. <laughs> Doula trade. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You, but you see, because I think the whole reason that there's female, it's, it's it's because the woman knows what's doing, right? Uh-huh. So you are there just to provide support for the man. Yeah. And hey, can you be a midwife? And if you haven't had kids, if you haven't been there, could you be sure, a doula? Sure. I don't know. Yeah, why not? I want someone who's been have down you the had ro- to have uh, you know open heart surgery to do open heart surgery. Yes. No. No, but like if you have like the like have I, you had to shoot heroin to sell heroin? <laughs> I think so. I think that's pretty cool. That is the gateway. That is the chain. You first you work at the mail room, then you shoot heroin. Do you have to get married to have a wedding? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Louis, I don't, you know, easy. You know. <laughs> All right, well, folks, we want to thank you so much. If you could check us out on Patreon, that'd be great. You can send us a message at info at onoffbeat.com. That would be great. Yeah, you can send us a pizza, whatever. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. We want to thank you so much for listening. Have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.